able to do that, but it seems like I had some problems with my last one. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll okay. sit down with him. We can, we can figure it out. Let's make it happen. Yeah, let's get... Well, I mean, we're already rolling here. So, hey, Craig is back in the studio. I'm here, man. How you doing? Good. What's new? What's going on? You, well, look, you we, look fancy. Look at you well, and your tie. We've and your... Got, we got some commercial stuff going on. So, I've uh, seen some action. That's yeah, exciting. And I went, uh, so I went to so show some property today. So this is kind of my... The uh, in-office work attire for the professional. And then Business sometimes Craig. I weigh... Wear just you know my um, what would it be like your a polo? tennis sh- shirt or yeah. whatever they're called you know with a little collar on you them. Got your your golf there's golf yeah. Craig mm-hmm. and there's business Craig. That's right. And so yeah. Right on. What kind of commercial deals are you working on? Well, I've got uh, some storage facility in a warehouse that we have under contract, and awesome. we've got some action going on that. Um, we've got some really nice investment properties coming out. Between about seven point eight percent to ten percent cap rates Ooh. Uh, on single tenant sure operations, on triple net. So those are good little investments Absolutely. right now. Yeah. In particular, your ten percent cap rate, and the others we're just checking it against the cost per square foot. So I think we're we're right in the ballpark. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. So that's just it. Just at the moment, and we got some bare land commercial stuff. Yeah. Uh, with Highway 93 frontage. So if somebody's looking for something like that, we're, we've got inventory. Awesome. Awesome. Things are happening. Yeah. And you, you recently went through a, a bit of a rebranding, huh? We did, yes. So when my sister and I kind of joined forces back in early 2020, uh, well, we went from, you know, went to Craig and Shar. Yeah. And Shar is working out of the Polson office yep. up, up at Exit Polson. And we want to get people lined out with Char up in the Flathead uh, and uh, Lake Counties. Um, but my daughter came on in late December and just didn't really want to rebrand up again to throw another, uh, you know, letter in there. So we've just waited till now. And we are going to be doing um, co-hosting um, a um, lifestyle, culture, and real estate um television show oh, excellent. Um, that's coming out in October. Uh, we'll be shooting our first episode, in fact, next week, next Wednesday. Um, we're excited about that. So I thought it was time for us to talk about the Cyphers family. So awesome. that's what we're doing. Cyphers family real estate since 1966. Since 1966. Yeah. My dad was uh, a broker and he got his license in 1966. That's right. He just had to write in, right? Just say, "Hey, that's basically it. That's how you did it. You say, right. I want to be a broker, and <laughs> you know, send a couple of, one, yeah, right. a couple of, I know, five bucks or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, just like that those was a lot of money. Speeding then. tickets back. In yeah, the exactly. Yeah, right on. Well, that's exciting. Things are happening. Yeah, progress is being made. Trying to get our name out there. Awesome. And um, and and include all you know the three of us. So in your in your thirty six years of experience, Craig. What's uh, what's your opinion on the current market? Well, the market's absolutely softening. Um, mm-hmm. We've had um, comparable sales that happened early in the year. Uh, we priced the properties, like for example, in town Hamilton, um, accordingly. And the problem is, is that the average days on markets really stretching out there from about eighty um, in June of twenty two give or take June, mm-hmm. July of 22, which really was kind of the peak of the market. And it kind of depended on your neighborhood. You know, remember three kinds of lies, 
lies, damn lies, and statistics, but you got to work with it. And unfortunately, we've seen a lot of these properties get stale. They'll go, you know, over 120 days on the market. That's yeah. kind of the average right now. So once you get past that, it gets harder and harder to sell the property. So pricing really is critical now. It is, yeah. And I think a lot of sellers are still locked into that big run-up in 20 and 20, 20 and 21. Our market increased, give or take, about 8% last year, which was really on track with what had happened since 2013 mm -hmm. to 2019. It was almost a straight 7.5% a year. So we're back to what you would call kind of a normal appreciation, but I think it's moving in the other direction. We didn't get our uh, 20th of the month newsletter out for the first half of the year. <laughs> um, my fault. But um, so I don't have a lot of those numbers sitting in front of me because we've really been very busy um, with some specific things. But I'm seeing, in a general sense, about a 2% decline over where we were um, in 2020, you know, say this time, in, year over year in 2022. Okay, yeah, yeah. So about, about 2%. And I think we could see, you know, upwards of a 5% correction. Mm -hmm. um, but not a whole bunch more than that. You know, it's not going like to give back. Not like 2008 no, sort it's, of thing. No, no. It's not going to give back to us, you know, what we gained in 20 and 21. Th those were no. really big numbers. 17 and 38% respectively wow. in terms of, a, of total appreciation. Yeah, that was, that was pretty incredible. Yeah. And, you know, and now you're not getting your multi-offers on properties like you were. No. Um, and so there's an opportunity for the buyer to be a little stronger in negotiation. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I'm a certified real estate negotiator. Um, that's my certification. Um, and also pay attention to people like Chris Voss, who was the number one FBI negotiator. Yes. I, I wrote, uh, read his book. Did I you? Yeah. Book. I read his book. Yeah. Uh, never split the difference. Never split the difference. Yeah. Fantastic book. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It does. It? Yeah. No, I, I gained, I gained a lot of info I, from that. If I've got two bank hostages and I get so, oh, <laughs> keep one and just send one out, we'll split the difference. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, but yeah, pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting guy. So yeah. kind of study that sort of stuff. And this is the thing about, you know, the real estate market. When you have, let's say you have the opportunity to, to work with a guy like myself, mm -hmm. 36 years of experience, um, you know, several hundred million dollars in transactions under the belt. I know a bunch of these called quote unquote tricks. It's just haven't been in the business a long time. Yeah, you know, your and whether, way around. whether you're, you're selling a property, particularly when, when you're buying a property, it just strikes me that, uh, I, my team should be busier than they are, <laughs> you know, but we're, well, we're blessed. Know. But, you know, the thing is, is that we've mentored and coached a lot of the top agents in the Valley. So I believe it. why wouldn't you just come to the source? So anyway, That's fair but point. we have a great team here. At Exit. I agree. You being part of it, pal. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate being yeah. here. I'm, I'm just running up on year and a half at this point is it yeah then, only oh, uh, i know you've made some headway it's it's been a lot of fun i just had that meeting with tina today yeah yeah uh shout out to tina our uh the mother of exit realty bitter valley <laughs> yeah. The, yeah she's the a hidden, den, the den the hidden mother. glue yeah right 
she keeps us all together. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I just had my meeting with her today to discuss the the business plan that we all, you know, wrote at the beginning of the year right. and uh, how we're feeling about that, the progress that we've made, and um, yeah, it's been it's been an incredible year. Yeah, I I set myself some lofty goals, and uh, intentionally, and have really been striving for them. We'll see if I I hit all the marks, but I mean. It's been it's been a lot of fun this year for sure. Well, cool. Uh, we started this podcast. Yeah, I'm getting my my business rolling in one of the more difficult times I think uh, for yeah. new agents. It's not it's not easy. It's not. In fact, uh, we just had a guy that uh, called in was asking about our career opportunities because we do have great, you know, uh, a great system. In fact, I had my own bit, you know, my own brokerage. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about it the no, last. No, I podcast. don't. I don't actually. I don't. You know, <clears throat> I was uh, a part owner in Properties West. And Properties West was actually at one time back in, you know, certainly in the early 90s, into the late 90s, we had about a 60% market share in the North Valley. We had an office in Florence. We had an office where the oldest country store is now Mm -hmm. in Stevensville with a log cabin there. And it was, you know, a great spot. We got a lot of traffic, a lot of walk-in. And uh, we did very well. And then Max asked me if I would be his designated uh, supervising broker when he opened Exit in 2000, January 2007 mm-hmm. because he didn't have his broker's license yet. Gotcha. And I just felt we were pretty much in the North Valley, didn't see that there was going to be a conflict with us. Mm-hmm. So I took on that job, and I had that. Really, I came full-time with Exit only in 2009. Okay. And the reason I did is because I looked at the business model and I could not, even though we had a very successful and long-term brokerage there yeah. um, that had existed since the 70s, um, it, I could not provide the service to my clients that I could with, with the exit tools and the proprietary marketing. Um, and then, then the other, the compensation element of it as well. Also, yeah. You I don't know. think a lot of people understand that aspect of it yeah. too. They kind of view it, you know. I've 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 heard it being talked about as a pyramid scheme every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, it's a sing, single level residual mm-hmm. system, so it's definitely not pyramid, and it's not M and MLM or multi level marketing. No, no. Um, it's very much like, um, you know, the music industry or you know authors that you know they get you know so much you know for a book royalties it's a little bit like that but it really generates a team atmosphere where you've got the whole group pulling in the same direction oh absolutely yeah it's to help everybody's advantage you know from a brand standpoint so there are other you know obviously big names out there that have been in the business you know in terms of national franchises Mm -hmm. for a long time yeah they they don't (laughs) They don't surpass Exit. Exit's overall look is quite exceptional. And well, I'll use uh, Rick DeLuca as an example, yeah. who is a guy that bought, I think, six different states in terms of regionals uh, in order to sell franchises at quite a considerable cost. Mm-hmm. And he had been doing uh, education in the real estate realm for 25, 30 years. I mean, he knows every program inside out and backwards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
and had five really super offers. But he looked at Exit and went, there's nobody that holds a candle to it. So he spent literally millions of dollars. You know, that's because it's just going to be his last legacy. So mm-hmm. I think that's just a, another perfect example of, you know, Oh, yeah, this guy that was in re- kind of that. in retirement. And, yeah, right. And pulled himself out because he saw yeah. the great opportunity that, that this company provides. Just to get it fired up, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, you know, I, I definitely think I made the the right choice myself yeah, and, in terms right. of where it, to start. Yeah. Just from well, it's a personal oh, choice. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, there's a culture here. <laughs> oh, technical difficulties. How did that happen? Where does it go? Here. <laughs> I got you, Craig. Oh, we're back. All right, folks, we're back. Yeah, I mean, it's a personal thing because, oh, yeah. you know, some people, you know, it, it you know, they don't want to have a, a warm team <laughs> approach. Also, you know, that's that's fair. As but as, from the perspective of a newer agent, yes. My goodness, it like I can't think of another place that's been no. more helpful and more willing to help. Also, that's the key. That, yeah, I, I I agree with you there, and and it's it's borne out. I mean, and the people who mm-hmm. have decided to move on to other opportunities have taken that that. Uh, the bootstrap, you know, thing that you did when you started and the training that's provided and all of that. We hate to see them leave because they were, you know, great people, but it's just different things for different folks. But in terms of, in terms of a marketing of a property or helping your buyers, no one is going to do it any better than we do. And, uh, we have if a lot you're of thinking tools. about it out there. You ought to give us a call and and see what we're about. Absolutely, and it's all a per, it's a relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. for 100%, sure. Yeah, yeah. We do have a lot of tools at our disposal here. Right, and and many proprietary that yeah. are yeah. you know that we're not um, jobbing out to a, a third party. It's all exit. Yeah, that we have to switch property. up every couple of years because yeah. somebody decides the contract runs out or yeah. whatnot. So that's good for the agents, and in, in turn, it ends up being good for, for the clients. And, you know, certainly, you know, of course, I've got 36 years of some clients, you know. I've uh, been very fortunate that way. So you started you started at Exit in 2007. 2007, yeah. Well, that was a... Time to be alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2007 to 2013. Uh, it was you know, hand to mouth. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was very, very, very difficult. Yeah. We're not going to see that now. And of course, I'm, my business model is because of exit is, is quite a little bit better, much more um, stable. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in fact, we get about. Seventy-five percent of our business from past clients, and uh, yeah, that's how you want to do it, right? Yeah, we're uh, we're very very pleased, and uh, appreciate the time with Hustlin' Homes. Yeah, absolutely. I love having you here. It's fun to talk to you. Yeah. Well, well speaking of more market stuff. Yeah. I saw that uh, old Michael Barry put a one point six billion dollar bet on the state of the market. Well, talk to me about it. So he's the he's the short. Did you ever see the big short? Yeah. He's that guy. He's the guy that shorted the market back in 2008. Yeah. And he just bet another $1.6 billion that things are going to go downhill. Tank, tank yep. again. Well, certainly interest rates are going to have a factor. Yeah. But, it, and, and they'll all say real estate's local, right? Mm-hmm. 
So in the overall scheme of things, and I had a conversation with a close friend of mine who is in the commercial arena in, in the Bay Area. And of course, you hear lots of stories about how things are rough you know, and, and people aren't going into the offices because of, you know, what transpired during the pandemic. But they're kind of moving back into the offices a little bit, but they're also um, putting them to different types of uses now instead of the offices, kind of like incubators for business. Yeah. But I, I still think that there's, there's only so much that can happen. So there's a certain um, feel in the commercial marketplace that we've, you know, they could be hitting a wall there in terms of capitalization rates and, and um, um, occupancy the things. Mm-hmm. But I think here in Western Montana, particularly in the Bitterroot specifically, we're going to have a continued strong, at least stable market because I think there's a lot of people who have decent enough, enough equity. You're going to, we, we've seen an uptick and foreclosure notices, but about, I would say, between 75 and 95% of those never actually go to the courthouse steps. They are able to get help in some manner or another, and they're able to save their property. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're not, they weren't stretched out, and there's still employment opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just saw McDonald's was, you know, doing closers at 17 bucks an hour. And that's not big money by any means. But, you know, there are ways that you can, you know, people who got into the market pre-pandemic looking at, you know, somewhere around the neighborhood of a 3% mortgage rate. And they've got a ton of equity in their properties. They're probably not going to be in, you know, you're not going to see a lot of people moving around um, because where are you going to go if you sell? And I think there's still enough demand coming in. Absolutely, yeah. There's, but that's interesting that 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 he's put a yeah. There's a lot of talk, risk like that. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about about the the state of the commercial market. Yeah, as well, especially big office buildings like you're saying. Right. In Los Angeles and San Francisco, Seattle, even. Yeah. As well, and there's you know there's been companies that are pushing back to bring bring their employees back into working in the office. Um, I was just down in San Francisco visiting a, a friend of mine right. who works for uh, Chime Bank. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't his company that was talking about it, but it was some, you know, he's he's part of certain, you know, uh, social groups that, you know, work for Google and Amazon and all sure. this. And, um, you know, they were, we were discussing about it. There's, uh, I guess, Amazon is requiring people to start returning to the office. Even people that they hired as remote individuals mm-hmm. over the pandemic, right? And so they they hire them on this basis, and now they're starting to shift things to require them to come back. Uh, it's it's quite interesting to see what's going to happen over the next year as interest rates continue to rise, right? Which I'm sure they will. Oh yeah, and people either find a way to argue on behalf of themselves to continue working from home or they find another job that will allow them and these office buildings will sit empty. Yeah, very good chance of it. Tim Ferriss has written a fair bit about remote Mm -hmm. working, but you lose a certain amount of control too. You know, if if people are getting the the production and getting the job done, 
but I think there's been a consensus. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but that there's been some erosion of that with with the pandemic. You know, you take a look at the kids in school, like those, you know, quantified test scores, yeah. have, you know, gone down. So you could see where working from home may not give us our highest productivity, but I think it depends on the. It depends on the job. Yeah, and the uh, individual. I think a nice mix, though, as well, would be would be good if, like, not 100% remote, but maybe 50-50 or 75-25. Yeah. You know, it depends on, yeah, like you said, the individual, the type of work you're doing. In terms of school, though, I think it's very important for, yeah. for the kids to be <laughs> in school around each other. My grandson, uh, Ajit, um, he would get uh, distracted by the YouTube ads. <laughs> How could so he'd not? be out on a YouTube ad somewhere oh, where he's supposed to be in class. Well, they make ad blockers class. for that one. That's... Yeah, <laughs> well, but uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and you can go only go with the flow, you know, and um, and that's why we're talking about you know relationships, like you and I talk about it relative to our training with mm-hmm. guys like Brian Buffini and oh, sure, listen yeah. to his podcast and gather as much information as you can and then just do the job. But people are always going to be buying and selling real estate. It's happened for, you know, a long time. I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a constant. It doesn't matter what the market is. You know, somebody's already always moving to, to get a new job or they're, you know, there's also life changes, life changes. We'll say, I guess, you know, that, right. that is a plethora of different things. Got a either. wonderful set of clients of mine that, uh, they're kind of going through what I personally went through earlier this year. So they get, give me a call. Uh, we're splitting the sheets. So we got to sell the house. So yeah. I go, oh, God, I feel bad about that, but yeah, I'll sell the house for you. <laughs> I mean, you want somebody you trust in that situation yeah, well, as well, yeah. right? You so. know, and that is another really excellent point because um, recently I had <clears throat> the situation where there were, you know, uh, this family that I knew and the patriarch uh, passed mm-hmm. with a pretty good sized real estate portfolio. And the attorney said, well, absolutely do not use somebody in your family who's in the real estate business. Well, now, Matt, that's genius. I mean, oh, it'd be a conflict of interest. It's like, how, I mean, if you're not dealing with friends and family, who who are are you you dealing with? Yeah, right. I mean. Some stranger. It's like, that, I think, says a lot about the character of the attorney. I mean. True. It just blew my mind. But you run into that. I've run into it, you know, with my daughter now, mm-hmm. where she doesn't have 36 years of experience, but I'm sitting right next to her. In yeah. fact, you came in today. We was yeah. day where we, two, she was two right of us next to you. working Your together. Your right-hand lady. And so although she's only been in it three years, mm-hmm. she's got a wealth of experience behind her. Yeah. And so for her friends, for example, not to use her f- for real estate because – you know, there's going to be somebody better. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> right? But. I mean, if if you are truly a friend, yeah, you would you would want the best for your friends, and so you're you know, regardless of yeah, and I think what the situation I, is, I, you're going to. I think uh, something did happen with one of her friends who had used that philosophy, and I think you know there was a, another spouse involved that had mm-hmm. you know uh, a different opinion. Um, 
and had uh, gone with a, a fallacy, but they ended up really kind of paying the price on it in, in yeah, the final I mean, analysis. So yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't want to use friends or family, especially yeah. in a situation like this. Because well, yeah, well, it depends on your friends and your family, I suppose. Well, but for me and my philosophy, those are the people I'm going to fight the hardest yeah. for, right? So well, you think so? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to. I would think so. I'm not going to dilly dally. Right, well, and, I know, and you work with your mom, and yeah, and we do. Yeah, we've got that yeah. works. It does. Well, are, working with family can be challenging, but it's well, also, and, also know, rewarding. The, yeah, but. and that's true, too. But who else do you want to, you know, encourage along the way, in, my, yeah. in my view? I mean, that's, my daughter. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll help her out. Yeah, I think 2024 is going to be a great year for everybody. Well, we sure hope so. It'll be interesting for sure. So, Well, I, you know, the, the growth, uh, whether it's you got to have that growth mindset, right? Regardless of the market, as long as you're building your business throughout. Yeah. Those are the people that are going to be crushing it when things really come back swinging the other way, right? Right. You know, I'm not going to have near the number of transactions that I've had in the past. You know, there have been times when, you know, the team, for example, my, you know, Cypher's family, real estate, who, and we have people on our team who are not necessarily our family, but between the three core on us, will probably um, maybe do 50% of the deals we've done at, at the peak. Mm-hmm. But the average prices are up. Yes. So that makes up a little bit of difference. And we are always adding great friends to our client base because it seems like our clients become our great friends i was just gonna say that that's kind of yeah. the same feeling i have too the, the people gets, that i work with we you know you you spend so much time with these people yeah if you don't like them or you don't you know you you don't become friendly with them and you don't have a relationship like a personal relationship with them i, I like i couldn't spend oh. that much time with people that i don't like or don't want to you know we we spend you know but but as that group gets bigger it gets harder also yeah, you know, our credit card, our credit card, our Christmas card, <laughs> credit cards are bad. So <laughs> our Christmas card list is so big, you know, it just, we've got to start early. In fact, we should be thinking about it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're, we're just about entering uh, fourth quarter here. We're about halfway through the third I quarter. I can't and... believe it. And so, and the other thing that we like to do, you know, we like to get together with, you know, a social mixer. Yeah. So you can get, yeah. you know, I've got 1,300 identified buyers in my database. Dude. And multi-hundreds of past clients who I'm in touch with every month. Mm-hmm. You know, some may or may not read my newsletter, but it's generally got some decent stuff in it. Is that your main route is through the newsletter? Yeah, it is. And we also do, we're, we're pretty active in our blog on our Montana Real Estate Pro um, website montanarealestatepro.com we got a lot of you know blogs in there about wildlife and and events and places um you know uh so that that's that's a good source of of interesting information i think yeah. and then of course we've got our youtube channel which is Cypher's family real estate since 1966. It's got a funny bloopers reel up there right now. Well, yeah, I, yeah, it's there. The sound's not so good, but we're getting better. Well, Hope people can hear hear this. So share it with me, Hustlin' Homes. What's up? Thanks, Ryan. Well, 
Um, oh, yeah, the video you mean? Yeah, oh, this. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. yeah, we'll uh, we'll get it embedded on your website. We'll, we'll throw it out on social media. We'll do it again. I think you know the critical thing right now is is that if you're in the marketplace, understand that you know you just have to have some patience. Absolutely. And if you're buying, it's a good time to be thinking about negotiating because uh, you have the opportunity. Op- yeah, you have the opportunity now. Yeah. It's not like it used to be. Right. Things are taking a little bit longer to sell. Buyers have a little more power. Yes. Because they're not competing with a bunch of offers that's like right. they used to be. Yeah, there are, there are just fewer people in the in the pool. Yeah. But let's also remember that our interest rate right now is about what it's averaged Average. over the last, you know, tw- well, 35 years. Well, that's scary to 70s. people like me who are millennials yeah, and grew right. up in an era of yes. 2, 3, 4% interest rates. Exactly. Yeah. They've doubled. Yes. More than doubled in my lifetime. In, right. In the, in the course of really a, a year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's quick, but. Well, let's wrap this one up. All right, Thank sir. you. Hey, thanks for coming in. I want people to go see your Instagram account, too. Uh, oh, yeah, folks. I'm starting a new project. I'm going to talk to the camera. I'm talking to you yeah, out there. Yeah. Yeah, I just started a new project uh, called the Montana Minute, where I'm going to be bringing you all news and little tidbits, so. That's Just a fun a one. A lot fun. Of, got, we got support for you. Shameless self-promotion. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, the American Dream uh, television. We're going to have our first episode airing in October. So for, uh, we'll have several more That's sessions before Right, you're this. a host, right? I am. Yes. Excellent. Eric well, we and look, I are going to host. Awesome. We look forward to seeing that. Yep. All right, Craig. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Absolutely. Till next time. Till next time.